The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. This is My Mate Bought a Toaster. Hello and welcome along. Today I've got the very, very brilliant actor and writer and and what else is there, Mags? Parents? Podcaster. We're all podcasters now. We're all podcasters. Of course, do the right thing. What a podcast that is. What a huge (laughs) podcast. A proper podcast with an actual audience and everything. Um, (laughs) It's so good. I love that show. Uh, So it's the wonderful Margaret Cabon-Smith. Hello. Welcome. Hello. I'm very excited. Well, I'm very glad that you've agreed to do this. I mean, there's been a lot of back and forth with your people and mm. you know they're difficult my people yeah. they don't really like me to um to do anything at all yeah i know because my brand is so special yeah it's a really it's a really <laughs> strong brand and i'm very glad that you're allowing me to to su- su- sully it basically sully it. Get a, yeah. yeah i'm gonna completely foul your brand during the next uh, uh hour or so of podcast um luckily so, my brand is actually quite foul yeah you've got a you've yeah got a, it's a <laughs> <laughs> it's a soiled brand i'd want to have a foul brand i get that criticism a lot i'm doing a daily podcast at the moment called What's cabin a foul fever. brand yeah I do. oh yes yeah and and several people keep pointing out that i lower the tone every single time oh. and i'm like good i want that to be my brand i want to be the tone yeah. lower yeah i think you're a bit like me i i feel like i raise and lower the tone in mm. in sort of all all times i think you have um that kind of thing that people expect you to be sort of lovely Mm, yes and so the, and so the lowering of the tone is always surprising yeah quite surprising you can be so far well good <laughs> yeah. if you enjoy potty humor this episode is obviously going to be for you if not go back and listen to maybe the jeff lloyd episode it was much more whimsical and you know it's probably, probably more the episode for you um so max now i should explain to the human beings listening what you've done mm. is you've sent me over uh, like a wish list of all the things you've chosen to talk about. So this is a slightly edited version of My Met Bought a Toaster. And that made me think, oh, Mags is holding stuff back. But it's not. It's because you share your Amazon with your husband. And yes. We don't need to see what Dan Tetzel's buying, let's be honest. Absolutely not. It's very private, man. Yeah, yeah. And also, if I if you if you edit Dan Tetzel out, because he also is a very brilliant actor and, and writer, I can then yes. get him in on a later well, episode. Well, quite. If you want to talk about a lot of historical fiction, oh. you get that man in. Can we do a CJ Sansom special? Is that all right? Fake swords. (laughs) (laughs) Such a nerd. I love it. So um so we're gonna dive in. Now the first thing that you bought was in two thousand and three. Um and it's a thing which I didn't really get into. My wife goes on about (gasps) it a lot. I know, I know, I know. It's um it's absolutely huge. Press gang, the complete series one, starring Julia Sawala and Dexter Fletcher. Yes. Amazing as well. Um tell us press gang, please why did you dive on amazon and get this well it was a, an absolute classic nostalgia buy i mean press gang probably more influential on me than it should have been i wore my hair like julia Sawala's, even though it's in no way flattened me. i mean i was just a big sort of brown pyramid right uh, on <laughs> on my head um but i absolutely loved her so, in this so tell us the basic premise and written by stephen moffat as well it should be yeah yeah i think it was his first thing maybe it was certainly his first sort of comedy-ish yeah <clears throat> it's a it's a comedy drama sort of tween ages watched it probably mm. um but it was set in the sort of sixth form um oh god it's so dated in a way because it's a it's about a newspaper mm. and i like, probably school newspapers don't exist anymore do they 
I'm sure they're online. Well, there's probably just a WhatsApp group, isn't it? Or... Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was it was so it was so important, and they took it very seriously. And it's Dexter Fletcher doing this slightly questionable American accent. Oh, is he American in um, this? Yes, oh. yeah, he plays Spike, okay. the American, straight out of Bugsy Malone. Okay, um, cool. I get, I get yeah. you. Okay, yeah. no, no problem. Yeah, it was all sort of quite nerdy kids fancying each other and being sparky wacky. Right. Yes. And, and uh, yeah, in that, I mean, sparky wacky, a really well articulated. Is <laughs> <laughs> there? But but no, but you that's... knew exactly what I meant, Tom. <laughs> and don't pretend you didn't. No, but that's a really good. I mean, it's a really good novel way of of saying erudite, intelligent. Um, lots of other words <laughs> that I can't access right now um because i've, I've lost my sparky wackiness during lockdown yes, but it's true because exactly. because you know for fans of uh you know who maybe grew up to watch things like west wing is this like a west wing for mm. kids it was all a bit it was pointed yes, and... do you know it sort of is yeah yeah i mean they did they come up they like, there was a bomb in it there was yeah. you know they it wasn't just who's stolen the sharpness from the stationary cupboard you know they sort yes of, yes yeah they they took it quite seriously which i think is lovely because i mean teenagers do take themselves very very seriously have you got teenagers in your life yet no i have a i have a niece who yes. yeah poor thing was just just supposed to say gcses and didn't and that's all even though obviously in some ways you think yes i don't have to say my gcses it's sort of what you've been building to for years and years yeah. and years and then yeah. suddenly they're just gone and you're not allowed to go and you, you can't celebrate, you can't hang out. No. no I feel I mean, really sorry for teenagers at the moment. That is a, it's such a, it must be such a strange feeling for them because I totally remember that from about the age of sort of 12 onwards. All they talked about at school uh was, yeah your was, options yeah, and then, you, yeah. GCC's coming up very soon guys you've got to start thinking about these things it's important stuff you've got to start knuckling down i remember our biology teacher sort of midway through tell, talking about uteruses just <laughs> uteri. suddenly saying uteri uterarum <laughs> um she just said she stopped the class and said i just want to say please please don't bother with boys moments. Oh, <laughs> please, can you, please can you just get your GCSEs and then worry about it well, whilst was it do you think it was the uterus that reminded her well, about boys I, yeah I don't know yeah it was it was weird I, I suppose that maybe I mean it, I, I can't tell you how unsexy biology classes were I don't think we were all rubbing our thighs and going yeah get some of those <laughs> get some of those fallopian tubes a quiver you know um, but um I think, and she was completely right. Mm. And I think, um, well, obviously nobody listened to. Her. I didn't have to bother because I didn't, I didn't look. I didn't have a boy look at me until I was about eighteen. Yeah, 20. no, I was um, the same. I didn't have. No one looked at me until I was about twenty-four. At which point really, quite no one looked at you. Yeah. Somebody looked at me. Oh my god! They look. I was. Oh, it's it's just my family looking at me because I'm in the house with them. That's why they're <laughs> looking. Quite- you're quite tall, weren't you? Quite tall, weren't Yeah, they couldn't really see me. I was too high. <laughs> they could Too far off. Um, it's interesting though. The reviews <laughs> of um, of Press Gang. Yeah, I've got the, look at the reviews. Well, it's How got the classic thing, hasn't it? it it's um, first person says not as good as I remembered. 
seems to be the, no. by the way the person reviewing it seems to be the same person who taught me at school god make your options god i don't I only really have one voice available <laughs> yeah um, it's quite sort of elderly yeah yeah come on price make a choice careers advisor english yeah. or history um anyway uh, <laughs> someone says not as good as i remember it's nice to see this again but it isn't as good as i remember it was cheap mm. enough so i'm not too bothered not one of my better buys little sort of oh. element of bio autobiography to that one um and then someone else <laughs> i like the fact that he's reviewing his own buying history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, normally <laughs> Do you I'm get really that a lot? Uh, <laughs> no, that self-awareness with buying, no. The thing, the, the big problem is when people criticise the um, quality of the actual physical item they've bought. Oh, I can't stand it. Or the posts. The that, po- yeah, yeah, the postman. The post situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was left on a wet doorstep. The book is excellent. <laughs> but because, one star. But, yeah, exactly. I'm going to give the Bible one star because it was drenched. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was sort of in love with all of the boys on on the press gang. Yes. Paul Reynolds. Do you remember Paul Reynolds? No, I didn't watch this program, so I'm I'm fascinated to hear. Well, no, but do you remember? Oh, let him have it. Oh, have let him that film? the Derek Bentley film. Yes, with um, Christopher Eccleston. Yes. Well, opposite him is Paul Reynolds, who oh. is a star of Press Gang. And it's absolutely fabulous. It was one of those things that was like a breeding ground for superstars. Yeah, absolutely. Much like when you and I were in Dogman in 2004. (laughs) Breeding ground. It really was. I mean, the the names that that uh, Edinburgh Kids show launched, unbelievable. I mean, you, me, Janice Janice Fair. I don't know who that name was. Um, uh, I can't think of who it might be. Out of of you, me, Miranda Hart and Richard Branch, I can't Mm. think who that name might be. Um, so, okay, let's have a look around now. So we've got this big list of things that you've bought uh, that you're happy mm. to show. Which I've been totally honest about. I really, like, I stopped myself from censoring. Yes, years ago. A couple ago. of you times. Stopped, you stopped that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Soiled brand. <laughs> Soiled brand. Russell's disappointing brother. <laughs> oh, my God, more disappointing than Russell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And yet his parents would still rather talk about soiled than Russell. Um, All right, here we go, Mags. Uh, The Slender Tone Women's Uh, Face Toner. It's currently unavailable. Um, Tell us about your face. Well, not only... I mean, this was really one that I had to make myself put on this list. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Not only is it unavailable, Tom, it's also um, discontinued. Uh Uh-oh. Possibly... (laughs) Possibly dangerous. There was a lawsuit. <laughs> it was, right. So when my husband was doing, before he was my husband, he was doing Hollyoaks. Yes. Um, you know, so <laughs> I was very lonely and he was earning some money. So um, he bought me at my, I asked him for, for this. It's really expensive. It's £250. Fuck That's the most expensive. I know. It's 20 I know. quid now. They're 20 quid. Yeah. You lie. No, they're 20 quid. Well, they're not, it's not available, so I don't know how Well, it must be secondhand. It must be secondhand. Ugh, it's got someone else's <laughs> face oil on it. So, so to just sort of describe it, it looks it a bit is. like, um, you know the sort of uh, 90s portable phone you'd have at home, the white plastic <laughs> on one of those, that sort of yellows within 10 minutes, even though no one smokes in the house. It looks like yes. one of those. And it, and, and it combined with really bad headphones that don't hit your ears, yeah. you put them yep. on your jaw. Yes, which is good, Tom. You don't want... I mean, do you want your ears 
tones? No, I've got very muscly Possibly ears. Not. The amount of listening my ears have <laughs> no. to do in this house, they're very you well used. I have noticed your muscly ears. <laughs> You've grown your hair over them, haven't you, to try and cover them. Um, no, that's that's a very good description. Yeah, it's like a headset that you... that you um, So you're sort of plugged in. I used to wear it plugged into the wall. I mean, I, I literally, I've used it twice. It's, it's a bad buy in a way. Right. But I don't know. I, it, it might work. Um, right. It's like, well, I think other people have slender tones for their stomach and stuff. Yes. Do, Do you know those products? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously not. No, I've not used <laughs> one. Clearly, you can see my stomach and see that I haven't. I, I, by the way, I've now renamed my stomach. Uh, oh, go on. Well, I've renamed it based on uh, what I've been eating throughout lockdown. So my stomach is now called Gutella because it's got... <laughs> 80% bigger, thanks to Nutella. 80%? Uh, honestly, I am, I am... I'd like to see photos of this. Fun tubster. Fun time tubster at the moment. Anyway, um, <laughs> but that's all fine. So the Slender Tone, yeah, so it's like one of those... Did, did it make your face ripple? Yeah, it makes it sort of buzz slightly. And in fact, I think you're supposed to turn it off if it, if it stings. But right. I thought, oh, no, that just means it's working hard. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's sort of like it, it buzzes. And the idea is that it... Tortens, that's not a word, your mm. your skin and um gets the blood flowing and, and whatever. Such, I know, it's I such know. Cock. And it's really <laughs> funny because um, it, so it's battery operated facial muscle toner. And then the yeah. little the little white thing that gives you your readout, so your little sort of control panel. So you put your stupid headphones on that you put over your jaw. Yeah. And then the control panel has got a really basic digital display. And all it says, yeah. the only word that's written on the plastic is face. Right. <laughs> it doesn't say anything else. Face. It just says face. Put this on face. Almost face. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Yeah, but you know what? It's not I don't I don't think it does anything long term. Hmm. But I think it does you know, it's sort of the equivalent of if you have a, a massage or something. Hmm. But it does look a bit different for a while. It's quite good reviews quite good reviews. yeah yeah easy to say? easy to use but not sure if it is hitting dot 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 easy to use but not sure if it's hitting the right muscles it's a tight oh. fit or maybe i have a big face <laughs> <laughs> yeah love sort your face out this is a review from my uh, I, I mean i've got a big face so if this woman has a bigger face than me then she might be in trouble she this needs is, that slender toe yeah exactly a review a he it's a, it's a <laughs> man called shrek uh, who's written this review um <laughs> Well, Shrek also may be in need of um, tightening that face. Don't work. Error message comes up and won't even, won't even charge. Phone Slender Tone, uh, who helped me. This item is old and obsolete, and I have to wait for them to send me a replacement unit. If that don't work, I'll be getting a refund. Wish I never bought it. I mean, they could be part, of the, part of the class action suit who all go to court, all have their day in court, uh <laughs> and all turn up all these people with really saggy faces around. <laughs> <laughs> Flapping around, yeah, just like a load of basset, a load of basset hounds walking in. <laughs> um, all right, good. The Slender Tones Women's Face Toner. That, can I say that is the most? I mean, I didn't even spend the money, but that's the most I ever spent on anything, including furniture. Is that so? That was three hundred pounds, and that so that was the two fifty, two hundred fifty pounds, and that was the yeah. Hollyoaks cash being well spent there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well do you know what my my husband who was in Hollyoaks, mm. um he i mean i've given away the punchline now but basically he had his his teeth done and um yes. and i remember saying to him look just don't suddenly expect to be on Hollyoaks." like i genuinely said that <gasps> no. and i think within seriously within two weeks 
he'd uh, he was up for Hollyoaks. That is so weird. It's so weird. Um, but maybe subconsciously, I thought maybe I can be in Hollyoaks if I've got a tighter face. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get Hollyoaks? Was it good acting? <laughs> Tight face, love. T- that sounds like something a sort of adult uh, actor, <laughs> lovey, would say. And then they, then they bloody sat up and took notice. Um, I've just shaved my hair off, so do you think you no, could? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah, it's all I'd gone. Like to see this as well. Yeah, so do you think you could say to me, "Don't think shaving your hair off is going to oh, get you a casting?" Yeah, I don't want aliens. I want the new James Bond. Can you say that? Oh, obviously... oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, James Bond famously with the stubbly head. Yeah, that's what, um, I, that's what I want to be. Tom, don't think you're suddenly going to be. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Troy. Troy. It's Troy. Troy, I think. What off of no. um, off of um ancient Greece, Troy. Who's you could play him. Fine. Again, just, I, just, I just want a part, Max. I just want to act. Anything, anything. Anything, anything. Don't suddenly gonna think yep. don't suddenly think yep. that you're gonna get some acting work. <laughs> That's all I need. I swear to you, right, if I get a casting and 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 secure a job in yes. the next two weeks, and by the way, my yes. agent, my acting agent, the wonderful Oliver, listens to this every single episode of this podcast, right? So, Oliver, please, can you fix it for you. me to seem like some sort of goddess? I'm not Tom. sure, St. Oliver, please, can you fix it is a good start, but that's <laughs> fine. Anyway. We need to reclaim that phrase. We do. That's true, actually. Let's take, take re-ownership of the phrase. Anyway, yeah. um... <laughs> So I did, I did find myself the other day on live radio after a link. Uh, I said, oh, after an impressive trail, I said, how's about that then? That's good, isn't it? Oh, God. I know, but we need to return uh, this I phrases. know this. Well, yeah, also, it's just in us, this stuff, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Let's keep moving on, uh, Mags. Mm-hmm. I'm quite enjoying this. I'm just browsing up and down <laughs> your um, this wish list that you've made for me. Random things yeah. you've bought. Here's the thing I really want to talk about, actually. Yeah. Um, th- and I've actually got this on my wish list. How to break up with your phone, the <gasps> 30-day plan to take back your life. Margaret Cable-Smith. Yes. yes. I need this so badly. Help me. Right. Well, it worked for a small amount of time um it's a really it's a really good book actually and um and they do things like i did manage to spend a whole weekend with no phone no i don't know if you think that's impressive but i I do bloody impressive yes what was Uh, it like one of the tasks weren't you very twitchy yeah it was quite twitchy it was all right it was all right but the problem is I am um, so I was doing quite well, and there's lots of lots of tips they give you as to how to cut down because it's it's all you need really is to cut down. Nobody's saying you don't need your phone. You do mm. need your phone, of course you need your phone. But mm. yeah, we don't need to. Uh, do you have a, a limit thing on your? Yes, but I just uh, yeah, but it's a bit like <laughs> the the seventy mile an hour limit on the motorway. I go in at so, eighty, and it's it's just pointless. I I, but I yeah. The, the depressing thing about the limit is it, I used to hit it at about three or four p.m. I now yeah. hit I now hit it at eleven <laughs> thirty. You see, yeah, I I note every time that I hit it, and I'm yeah, I'm sort of proud if I can get. To, I got to a uh, eleven last night, was it? Or a couple really? of nights ago. I know, really, really exciting. Whoa. Um, but the the thing is, in all honesty, I I was doing quite well, and then just after I finished reading the book, my sister and a friend of mine both had really quite frightening dramatic things happen to them mm. and i just completely abandoned it because it's mm. just it's not the time <laughs> i know go oh i don't need to be near my phone it's like no i need to be near my phone and then of course all your good habits go out of the window because yes you can say oh i'm just here because if there's an emergency and if i need to suddenly get out to the hospital or whatever mm. um and then of course you're you're on 
Twitter getting into arguments with. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. The number of times, the number of times I sit down with my phone, and you're absolutely right. Of course, uh, you need it for the emergencies, and I, I've had a couple of those in recent times. Or it's mm. it's sort of the the domestic emergencies. You know, the text yesterday when I was trying to read, and I thought, shall I put my phone on silent? Because Beth had gone out with the kids. Shall I put my phone on silent, or shall I leave it on? And the WhatsApp messages keep binging in. All these different yeah. WhatsApp groups about random shit. And I was like, I'm going to put it on silent. So I missed a text from Beth saying, uh, incoming, Edmund's fallen over, he's really cut his hand badly, be ready with plasters. So they barged into the house 15 minutes later and Beth thought I was going to be um, in my sort of St. John's there. ambulance bit. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm halfway through my Philip Pension novel. It's not happening. So, you know what I mean? You need it. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I now have a system with a friend that if he rings me and I don't answer the phone, he then has to text me with a number between one and ten of how important it is that I ring back. Oh, but you amazing. can't do that with everyone. But it, it's sort of, I, yeah, I do feel like, but you know that there are certain people who would always put their WhatsApp message was urgent, even if it was, like my little sister, drunk a few years ago, sent me a text in the middle of the night that said, who's that redheaded singer who sang a song with a tramp and died in the sea? Bonnie Tyler, no. <laughs> Hello, you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Ruler Threes, your Brian Rogers, your Musicals, your Bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting because, let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bill. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin that's our Twitter name. Bom bom mami Okay, loads of other bits and bobs here are on your Amazon purchase history, mm. Margaret Cable Smith. Uh, we've got the Rough Guide to Pregnancy and Birth by Kaz Cook. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, it's quite funny going um, going back through your through your list, and it, yeah, welcome it's to the show. Sort of, it's <laughs> but it's sort of. I mean, funny peculiar. It's sort of awful how much Amazon knows about your life. You know, Amazon will be like, you were pregnant. I swear that um, Facebook knew I was pregnant before I did. Ooh. I was getting, I was getting, or, or rather before I'd told anyone, I was getting sort of targeted ads. Now, obviously, I was sort of about that age, and but it really felt like my algorithms were going, Forget you. Forget bun in the oven. Ed. You had cookies in your browsers that told them. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, true, exactly. though. It's true. Yeah, That's- it is. They, they know before you do. It's extraordinary. Um, so this, uh, The Rough Guide to Pregnancy <laughs> and Birth, um, when did you buy this and when when did Amy come along? Well, Amy came along uh, 2009, early 2009. Okay. So, yeah, that would have been in June 2008. And I seem to remember it was an all right book, but mm-hmm. um, the drawings were a bit cutesy <laughs> for me. <laughs> There's nothing worse than cutesy. <laughs> When no, yeah. when in, it's just not. I mean, nothing about pregnancy or birth is cutesy, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my baby wasn't even cute, so <laughs> <laughs> mine looked like a, a a ginger man's toe when he came out. 
absolutely heinous. <laughs> it's true. Well, listen, I mean, we shouldn't really go into too much detail on your, the birth of your child because you talk about this brilliantly. I've done that. <laughs> well, yeah, One Torn Every Minute. Fantastic podcast from Great Big Al. Um, yeah, brilliant. And Manx has been on that and it's really, really brilliant. Um, one mm. of my favourite episodes. In fact. Oh, um, All right, I'm good. Glad my misery and yeah, you. <laughs> it was worth the pain and the tearing and the blood and the screaming and the shit <laughs> to entertain me for 34 minutes. <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> I mean, how did I you thought, find I've got, it? I've got, some, I've got to get some stories out of this. Yeah, exactly. But that is the life of a comic and a writer. And anyone creative, is it anything bad happens to you? Part of us instantly goes, oh, Edinburgh Show. Yeah, right. of course. Um, everything is copy, as Nora Ephron said. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, let's have a look at Strictly Come Dancer Size. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was another one that I was like, I, yeah, I'm not... <laughs> Not particularly bad. Like, also, the, it shows how old that is. That's um, Karen and Erin. And yes. both of those people have, have left a long, long time ago. And I'm sort of embarrassed that it was... Uh, one of the one of the things, there's a sort of chill-out song on it that was the um, the theme tune to Strictly Come Dancing, Slowed Down. Oh! even slower than that um Ooh. and then yeah i think i did it three times the, the dance size thing or not even dance yeah. size, any the exercise video, video. yes thing. i remember i had the jane fonda one when i was at university right but VHS. does anyone do them more than once i did that jane fonda one a few times once i worked out that you could play your own music over the top of it yeah <laughs> i mean there is something but it but it's very locked down now isn't it yes joe wex hello yeah, to, to sort of get out there and well, rather not get out there, stay in there mm, mm. and do it. But I, I, I do a dance, an online dance class. Oh, and it's much, much better to um, when they can see you. Because right. obviously, like with Joe Wicks, you know, Joe Wicks doesn't care if you're bunny hopping or not. No. You no. know, he cares about the numbers. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he's not looking at you thinking your technique's bad. Whereas my dance teacher... Will put her specs on and come peering. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, and say no virgin active. Stop doing virgin active. What does that mean? Be more graceful, basically. Oh wow! Is, is it just you and your teacher then? <laughs> no. Oh my god! I would kill myself. So is there no, a load no, of you? No, it's a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and can you see In each other? In real life, yes, we can see. Well, the first time I did it, it would be, you know, on Zoom. You know how everyone knows how Zoom works now. Yes. Um, but when, when we, when she was originally trying to work it out, uh, she didn't realize that she had to mute us all. Oh God. In order that, yeah. So the noise is just an so, army of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But not only that on zoom, the person who's making the most noise is the person whose picture goes big. <laughs> so there was one particular woman who was huffing and puffing and we kept getting like a big close up of her ass <laughs> rather than the teacher. <laughs> So it's all like, oh, God, why am I looking at that? Oh, that's so good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's and then cool. the next week, because it's all slightly older women in this dance class, um, the next week a woman managed to, to press something that meant um, a large email of, from the Daily Telegraph filled the screen <laughs> and she couldn't work out how to get rid of it. <laughs> So there's all this sort of, this happened last week to me in yoga. You have to go out and come back in again. <laughs> log out, log out. <laughs> log out. Go oh, away, God. Fenella. The tr- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Fenella. 
The Trials and Tribulations of Zumba. That yeah. is amazing. Um, the reviews of this uh, Strictly Come Dance Society yeah. is quite interesting. They're not, they're not so good. It um, can't have been... I mean, it must, you can't get it now, can you? Well, straight off the bat, we've got a problem here, which we talked about earlier on. This disc is either very dirty or is mismarked <laughs> and is actually a Blu-ray. Don't do history, do English. So I can't play it. Worthless, one star. So someone's giving the whole production, <laughs> the whole effort, one star, because the, their DVD <laughs> doesn't work. The wrong... Yeah. Fuck, that drives me mad. Um, here's a good review from MW77. The hardest dance or dance fitness DVD I've seen. Mm. the moves are impossible to follow there's tons <laughs> of advanced moves crammed into each yeah. routine while should only really have been a few basic beginner one the yeah, explanations are too fast and quick and last only seconds the camera angle keeps switching for no reason whatsoever making this super hard to follow dvd even more difficult to follow they may have designed it for trained ballroom and latin dancers who know the steps already rather than for an average person oh poor old average person yeah <laughs> Yeah, also else? I seem to remember that um when you're when they're facing you, like are you supposed to mirror them or are you supposed to Yeah. Do you know? Like it's one of those things that if you're yeah, it, it's it's easier if you you're in a class because you can work out which way you're supposed to go. But I'm just always very conscious of sort of getting all hot and sweaty in my front room. I just think it's a bit gross. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really gross. Just no, it's it's gross. there's something about carpet under your their feet yes. yeah it's 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 depressing it's, it's tricky it it's tricky it's actually why you know everyone's talking about and it sounds like you're doing the same but everyone's talking about in lockdown they're just in their pajamas the whole time mm. um and i but i feel like i'm getting ill and depressed if i do that all the time i have to sometimes put some bloody jeans on yeah i mean i'm wearing makeup and i can't i we're For not this. seeing each other yes although I, did, I wasn't aware that we weren't definitely going to be seeing each other oh i see so you prepared um, just in I, case yeah but also i mean i could have said oh, am i going to be on camera but then i thought actually i sort of miss putting makeup on <laughs> making a bit of an effort it makes me feel like i'm ready for work yeah you know? it's it's a sort, um, of, sort of facial commute isn't it <laughs> So that's why I call it. Yeah, that's what you've got to go through. The face, especially if your face is nice and firm, it does help. Also, yes, and you have to practice, Tom, mm. because otherwise we're all going to come out of lockdown. Not only will we be all fat and <laughs> sweaty from the booze, yeah. um, <laughs> we'll have terrible makeup and hair, <laughs> and none of us will be able to walk in our shoes anymore. <laughs> Look, I don't even mean heels, like hard shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Those clogs are going to be really difficult. Really difficult. <laughs> Um, now this is one we must talk about I really want to talk about this on the show because okay. we, haven't, we haven't had this book on before I've read this book uh, Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by yes. Rennie Edo Lodge what a fantastic yes. book this is and what oh a timely God. moment for you to have this on your list yeah 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 and it's a few I mean I didn't just read it because of the recent things <laughs> yeah, I got I it years it. ago guys I read it so. ages ago which makes me better than all other white people <laughs> um, no it is a really brilliant book and i think it's one of those things that the, the genius like it's a brilliant book anyway but the, the genius of the title like that everybody is going to talk about that title yeah. and i read an interview with her afterwards that said um what she was saying i mean the irony is now that's all i do is talk to white oh, people gosh. about race because of this book um, <laughs> oh, yes. but it's really yeah it, it it's interesting because i know a couple of people who've I've seen people on Facebook going, well, it seems like this book isn't for me because, mm. you know, and uh, 
and then yeah, I had a uh, I was talking to a black friend last year who said that someone was talking to her about it, and then they said, no, that book isn't for you. It's like, no, this book really is for white people. Yes, God, it really is. And I, I feel I, it should be a GCSE text. Oh God, yeah. I went into it thinking um, I am perfect. I mean, I go into most <laughs> things thinking I'm perfect. I am. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, what we love about you, Tom. You're right. I, I had a sort of slightly <laughs> Lawrence Fox approach. We're lovely in this country. <laughs> yes, we're, and I've, we're in the liberal arts. That's right. Low, you know, the whole kind of, and I live in the middle of London and my kids just, mm-hmm. it's an incredibly racially mixed thing yeah. and it's all lovely and I'm fine and I am, I'm going to read this and feel even better about myself. Yes, and I, and yes. That didn't happen so much. <laughs> but, that did not happen. No. I mean, there's a chapter on white feminism that I swear to God, I had to keep stopping it because I realised I was holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I had to keep something and going, yeah. okay, back into it, yeah, you know, yeah. and absolutely what we should be doing. And it's really important as well to see it from a British point of view, because I think that um, the, one of the reasons I went into it feeling incredibly perfect was thinking, well, I'm not American. We don't have the same yeah. legacy in this country. Yeah. And that is a bubble that has been thoroughly burst in the last yeah. couple of years and certainly in the last few weeks. And that, but this book really puts that, you know, it, it just so brilliantly you know i'd already gone through oh god i'm so desperately annoyingly woke but i'd already gone through the catlin mm. moran thing with feminism i'd read her books and yeah thought, okay i get this now <laughs> i completely understand it holy shit <laughs> and like it was a really good moment and this this um going into this not i didn't really understand my privilege and how the default yeah. of white is just such a massive problem and that this book was incredibly instructive on that and i also yeah. i don't know about you i find it really hard to talk about this stuff because i don't want to fuck up when i talk about it even on my yes. own podcast which i can edit and i'm just talking to you a mate and it's fine i can say anything and it you know i edit and around yet, it but i'm I, i'm really nervous about i don't want to i don't want to be the white savior thing which is a really gross <laughs> when you get that yep. sense of white savior i don't want to be virtue signaling or you know no, what i mean i'm just like absolutely I, well, I think that that is the whole the whole problem and you don't i just keep saying uh not you me i don't I don't want to to get it wrong, and also I hate being told off. Like I really, yes, really hate yes, it. Yes, um, yeah. And the fact is, on this, on this, we are going to be told off, and we should be told off, and we should be making mistakes. Like you know, get, not as in we should be going on Twitter and provoking people and trolling and whatever, but yeah. we should be trying to say things. And all, but also, and I honestly feel sick. I hate being told off so much. <laughs> be ready for people going. This isn't. Yeah. This isn't right. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I was looking at a clip. Uh, somebody had, um, had in, in my timeline on Twitter. Somebody had said, "This isn't the most powerful video at the moment." This is just after George Floyd had died, yeah. uh, and it was a, a black man, an actor presumably, um, talking to the camera, and he was saying, uh, "And the, the video is called Before You Call the Cops," and he was saying, "Before you call the cops," and it's a, it's a really good performance as well. It's really. Mm really well done before you call the cops i want you to know some things about me and then he he lists all the things he is and what he does and his his family are and you know his his faults and his weaknesses and his you know prides and all of that and i was like oh yeah that is good and i retweeted it and then after i retweeted it i suddenly saw that all of like not all of the comments but lots of the comments underneath were hold on what the fuck is this who you know how how dare you why um, do we have to prove that we are good people? Yeah. 
you yeah. know and I uh, yeah so there's a few things like this going no 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 this isn't the one and I was and then I was suddenly like hyperventilating <gasps> yeah. I, I undid the retweet and then I saw I saw a comment underneath which has really stayed with me and I think is the correct thing for me to take from this it said it looks like this video isn't for you and mm. I think that that's one of the things like I think that that video it, it was powerful it was well done it wasn't as simple as I'm a nice it wasn't him saying I'm a nice man and that's why you shouldn't shoot me because yeah. we all should know <laughs> nobody mm. deserves to be to have that happen you know mm. Mm. um uh but yeah and i was thinking well i don't know i don't need to see that video uh because i'm not gonna call the cops on a random black person but there are people who will need to see that and i have to try and work out are they following me on twitter as yeah. in is, is this going to work is this going to do anything and the chances are probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But um, but yeah, that, I, I think it would have been an all right call for me to keep it in there and try and explain that away. But I was yeah. a bit, so I don't know if it was if it was cow. I mean, I was trying to do the right thing, but yeah, possibly it was cowardly of me to to do that as well. But anyway, that's just an example of these things are, are difficult, and we're going to make mistakes. Yes, yes. And talking um, about, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. No, exactly. And talking about doing the right thing, presumably this is a topic you'll be bringing up on Do the Right Thing, right? This is perfect. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, we're very hot on uh, <laughs> really nuanced, heavy material. <laughs> <laughs> Send in Michael Leck. He'll be fine. Okay, uh, let's move on, Max Cabon-Smith. And we haven't got much mm. longer with you. Uh, we're nearly running out of time, but I'm getting a very strong sense of... Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, oh, being... God. I'm just being distracted by things. It's like, why have you... Uh, oh, why, God, why have you... No, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, the Zach's Alter Ego Rainbow Striped Canvas Slider Belt. <laughs> it, please tell me this is for a child and not you. This rainbow You're belt fine. that we're everyone totally has. It's totally for me. It's for you. And again, oh. nostalgic. <laughs> yes i bought some I, I was given some je some charity jeans charity jeans uh some jeans from a charity shop that were a bit big but really nice and i thought oh well, i'll get a belt and that there's something a bit more commindy about them and something a bit pride yeah. um you know about a rainbow canvas but it's belt. the, it's the nostalgia value of these because totally everyone the had these in the 80s yeah. didn't they yeah and um and i got it and it was uh it's awful. It's the worst belt ever. <laughs> Why? Because it slips. <laughs> it doesn't slip. No, it's the, it's the opposite of that. It gets stuck and you have to almost, like I've nearly wet myself so many times, oh. not being able to get my jeans off. Oh to my carry God. around some, some scissors. Okay, so I'm just Because it doesn't have any proper, like, it doesn't have a proper buckle. It's just, uh, so it hurts to do what I undo. Yeah. And it sticks really badly. Um, Francis A. The fabric, the fabric is strong and it will stay on well, but the belt buckle is very poorly made and low quality. It's easy to close, yeah. but very, very fiddly to open again and could get totally stuck. I'm clicking helpful. Could, I'm could clicking. Have been me. Why don't I look at reviews? Yeah, yeah I'm going to comment. Helpful. I'm going to comment and say, um, hello, I'm Margaret Caborn Smith. No, don't. Caborn Smith. I told you I don't like getting told off. I don't want to be dragged into a rainbow belt. I nearly wet myself. <laughs> wearing this belt. All the best, <laughs> Margaret. <laughs>
<laughs> Kayvon Smith. There we go. Done. All right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Okay. What I'm going to do now, Mags, I'm just going to rattle through a few things as we get to the end yeah. of this episode. Okay. And I just want. Okay. It's just kind of quick, if if necessary, even non-verbal responses, just a noise will do, okay, uh, to various things. Um, so let's go right back up to the top of this list and let's see what we can find it. Obviously, lots of comedy. Um, Alan Partridge, yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. Arrested Development. Mm. I mean, that's yeah. all great, isn't it? Yeah, it's all brilliant. Okay, nice. Um, uh, kids clock, digital alarm clock, the wake-up light <laughs> alarm clock. This is one of those kids' alarm clocks that, that becomes light, uh, so the kid knows it's time to I get up. I am become light. I am light. <laughs> I am the light of Lord Jesus. And uh, they don't fucking work. My kid still well, gets up at quarter to six every morning. Yeah. Um, and, and also, Tom, embarrassingly, uh, not for the kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, we got it. We got it. At the same time, we got bloody um, how to break up with your phone because one of the rules about how to break up with your phone, yes. you don't have it in the room with you when you go to bed and so you don't use it in, as an alarm clock. Oh, I see. So we had to buy an alarm clock. Um, but we've stopped. Like It's it, it's not a great clock. I don't know what it says in the reviews. But uh, it says ham swan on it, which we did enjoy as a as a brand name. Oh, get the ham, the ham swan. <laughs> brand brand names that have really taken off, like the the Hoover. Um, yes, yeah, not one of those. I just grab, Have you got a ham swan? Yeah, have you got, have you got, have you got all the ham swans? Love a ham Amazing. Um, so the ham swan. Um, Hamswan is a good uh, good password or code name. Maybe next one. Yes. Next time I go to a swinging bash, I'll be Mister Hamswan. Yeah, my daughter recently signed up for um, a, a CBBC online game thing, and they give you um, they give you a, a name right. which is two random words, and hers was prong collar. <laughs> and she just said i'm gonna save up points so i can change the name prom collar no prong a prong, prong collar, collar. yeah it sounds, sounds like a weapon doesn't it it's yeah <laughs> it's like a medieval anyway, torture device send him yes, to send him to the dungeon exactly. for the prong collar no. <laughs> um a friend of mine had to i don't know if you know this but sometimes with the nhs you get that you get two um Two words put together that's your code word for when you go up to reception. Oh, okay. Um, no, but no. but a friend of mine had um, pouch froth, <laughs> <laughs> and she said she couldn't say. It. She went up to the reception and they tried to say it, and she couldn't get it out. She, she was weeping with laughter. <laughs> but luckily, the woman understood. What is your name? Pouch, pouch froth. froth. <laughs> pouch froth is so gross. What oh, a euphemism. God, I'm going to call the episode Pouch Froth. <laughs> yes! Yes! Um, okay, let's wrap through. Pouch Froth Prong Collar. <laughs> that sounds like a full uh, pedigree name for a dog. <laughs> She's called Polly, but her full name is Prouch Froth Prong Collar. She's a yes, fine one girl. of the uh, Hampshire Pouch Froth Prong Collars. <laughs> exactly. Um, great hip score. Um, so uh, what have we got here? The gifts of imperfection. Let go of who you think you're supposed to be. <laughs> And embrace yeah, who that. you are. <laughs> um, it's one of those, I mean, self-help books. The, it, the act of buying them makes us feel like we've been helped. The act of reading them is a tedious yeah. thing that doesn't change a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, to be fair, that's why Be- Brené Brown, and Brené Brown is amazing, and uh, okay. she has a special on Netflix, and everyone should watch it. Okay, Brené okay. Brown, who did write okay. The Gifts of Imperfection. Okay, good. That's good to know. Did, we yeah. like to recommend things. Um, <laughs> you could do something amazing with your life. Well, you are on My Met Bought a Toaster, so that's already happened. <laughs> no, no, no. Read the whole... Oh, yeah, you could do something amazing with your life. You are Raoul Moat. 
Okay, now that is a brilliant book that I really recommend, but you do sort of become Raoul Moats during it. It's, it, I mean, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's one of the strangest and fit? best books. It's, it's the Raoul Moats story. Oh, wow. But it's almost in second person. You know, it's written like you, you, you do this, you, you, you grow up like this, you meet this person. Wow. Yeah, it takes you through the whole, like right up until he's shot, basically. So oh, by the end of it, you have gone insane. And so you, you, you look up and you think you can see Paul Gascoigne. You actually can see Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. God, that's really good. They should have it as a virtual reality. That would be perfect. It would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Stick on your remote helmet and then go and get some chicken with Gaza. Oh, look, here we go. This feel, I mean, there's loads of great books you've got here. The Holy Bible, brilliant Ellis James and John Robbins. Um, Grown Ups, The New Marion Keys. Saving Missy by Beth Morrie. That looks good. Is that good? Oh, my God. Well, I haven't read it yet because I only very recently got it. But I was really, genuinely, I went on to Amazon to buy Saving Missy by Beth Morrie. Uh, <clears throat> price yes. and uh, she and uh, and I was excited to buy it and then when I got on there it was 99p for the mm. Kindle and I felt terrible guilt because I thought <laughs> I was going to pay full price for this and then I thought um, but I can't just you know I'll, I'll tell you what I'll give Beth seven pounds no, next time it, I see her dude it doesn't work like that so I was the thing because it, really? yeah, it was 99p so this is the book my wife I wrote. felt bad yeah um, and it it's, was... it's been reviewed brilliantly everywhere and I cannot wait to read it it's um it's a, it's it's quite good. It's not as good as people make out, but it's quite good. Um, it's it was. <laughs> it's quite annoying. Um, it was ninety nine p for all of April, and yeah, you're yeah. right. A very good friends, such as yourself, were like, oh god, is this bad? Is Beth missing out on money? Yeah. No, turns out no, because the fact that Amazon chose to highlight it and put it as ninety nine p meant yeah. that it it got loads of sales and it did wonders for her numbers so okay. if you ever see a book on amazon for 99p chances are that as a positive thing on the kindle grab it it means that author is getting higher profile bigger numbers okay. it's all helping okay good so there you go good. um but i think let's finish with this because this is a nice happy thing in fact happy's in the title happy pet rope ball please <laughs> tell me you finally got i mean mags you and i met on Dogman in 2004 we did a brilliant edinburgh show together if i say so myself 16 years later yeah. tell me you've now got a real life dog in your life i would bloody love a real life dog tom but i'm not allowed one. Oh. i know my flats the flat doesn't even allow a cat oh for god it's sake. really sad so this that was for my parents uh, who were panicking at the beginning of lockdown because they managed to lose their whatever it is. What is it? A rope? It's one it's of those a pet things. Rope that... ball. It's a. I mean, it looks pet like it could ball. be a. It looks like it could be part of some sort of gimp sex toy thing. Look, <laughs> red... I really hope it isn't because I. Can't hear you, Dad. <laughs> Dad needs a code word. Froth pouch. Froth pouch. <laughs> <laughs> The good thing about, well, no, this isn't a good thing, but I think if they were into being gimped, there's, there's no way my dad would be able to keep that to himself because he manages to sell us everything. So I'm sort of quite confident that my parents aren't gimps. I'm really, I just, I can't go on now. I just think we have to, the podcast has to end on the sentence, I'm quite confident my parents aren't gimps. And we're, we're done, we're out. Thank you. Uh, Mags, you're absolutely brilliant. I love you. Thank you for doing this. Um, can oh, I, thanks, Tom. Can I please tell uh, all of my lovely listeners, where can we find you on social media? They should all follow you at once because you are fucking hilarious. Oh, 
Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm MK Born Smith, but that's an annoying name, isn't it? Mm, mm. M-C-A-B-O-U-R-N-S-M-I-T-H. Uh, or you can go to DTRT Podcast, which is the Do the Right Thing podcast. That's on Twitter, yes. and you can find me through that as well. It's a brilliant podcast, and uh, <clears throat> I'm really looking forward, looking forward to being <clears throat> asked on. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm just... Yeah. <clears throat> you have been. You turned us down I once. couldn't do it. Yeah, it was annoying, but mm. I would love to come and do it. Um, <laughs> anyway, lots of love. Uh, thanks for doing it. All the best. Kind regards. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks, all. I mean, I know I say this every time, but I do love my guests, and Mags is just fantastic. How brilliant was she? Um, do give her a follow on Twitter, and do have a listen to Do the Right Thing. It's a brilliant, brilliant podcast. Uh, that's it from me. There'll be more next week. Hope you're all doing okay. See you soon. Bye. Face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a news vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the Smarts? Hey, we got the Smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. 